Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, this is Penny. Thank you for joining me today. Happy New Year's to everyone who's listening. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Christmas that included your family and lots of love. Our Christmas was uh, very special this year, and I'm extremely thankful. I have some dear friends who have uh, had great difficulty in trials over the holiday. I have one very dear friend who was in the hospital with heart surgery. Uh, One was alone because her family was unable to travel. She and her husband home for the holidays, so she didn't get to see her family at all. And I know many families dealt with some horrific tragedy. I was watching the reports of what had happened in uh, Buffalo, New York area, and due to the extreme weather, it's just incredibly heartbreaking. And as blessed as I feel, I know that life overall is full of challenges and pain. Our family has had a significant amount of difficulty in 2022. And... Um, I know life is hard. It's not always fun and games and, you know, Christmas, sometimes we can put it out there as some idealistic thing that has to be perfect or whatever, but obviously life is much bigger than a Christmas holiday. And as I begin a new year, I remember anew and afresh how very, very needy I am. How trying to do life independently independently is never an option. When I was just 17 years old, I found out that there was a God who loved me enough to give up all of his wealth and comfort and security to come to earth as a man with the end in mind of reaching out his hand to me in a way that gives me courage, wisdom, strength, the ability to walk through this life in the good times and in the bad times. Second Peter 1.3 tells us that he's given us every single thing that pertains to our life and godliness. There's nothing that we can need or require or need help with that he has not made available to us. Not only has he rescued us from a future of darkness, away from him, from the prospect of hell, which is a real place and really exists. But he walks with me and he talks with me. My grandmother used to always sing that old hymn. He walks with me and talks with me and tells me I am his own. And Psalm 103.5 says, He fills my life with good things. It doesn't mean I don't have hardships, but he consistently fills my life with good things. I have some people that are very near and dear to my heart. Some are very close to me. And at times they've said to me, I wish I could know God the way you do. I wish I could relate to what you're even talking about. I wish I could have my prayers answered and feel like I can legitimately talk to God and he would even talk to me. And I can tell you, I desperately want that for them. And the answer seems simple at times, but it has a serious caveat. Because without utter and complete surrender to his lordship, those things won't happen. 
saying a prayer in a difficult moment or calling out to God when you have a need, reading a chapter here and there, reading some verses, going to church at times. Those are all good things. But they're not the same as coming to God in total, complete surrender of your life and saying, here's my life. I'll pursue you. I'll seek you daily. I'll read the Bible. I'll find out what you're really like and what you're asking of me and what it means to follow you. I remember when I was 17 and I had gone to a church service with my mom very reluctantly. I was a very difficult young woman, um, rebellious, rude, just very, very hard to deal with from my mom, who was a single mom, trying her very best. And one day, uh, Teen Challenge had come to our church, the church that she attended, and she had some of them actually staying in our home, and they talked me into going to church with them. And I remember I was 17, and sitting there in the pew, and at the end of the service, they asked if anyone wanted to give their life to Christ and really surrender their life to God. And one of those young men came back and said to me, would you like to come forward and pray? And I, again, semi-reluctantly, but I got up and I went forward and I knelt at that altar and I remember saying, here's my life. I give you my life. And I remember going home that night and shutting the bedroom door, going in by myself and just getting on my knees in the bedroom and go, well, here we go, God. What is this going to look like? Who are you really? What does this mean for me? Where do I go from here? It wasn't like a prayer and then let's move on with my life as it was. It was a beginning of a whole new life. It was Everything was transformed. Everything was changed. I wasn't that same person anymore. I didn't want to be that same person anymore. And I sought after God. I, I got a Bible. My mom gave me a Bible, and I began to look through it. I began to read the New Testament and find out the kind of things that Jesus did while he was on the earth. I began to find out what he looked like and what kind of person he was and what kind of God he was and how did that apply to me? What did he want from me? You know, Proverbs twenty-three twenty-six says, Give me your heart, my son, and let your eyes delight in my ways. And that's what God is looking for. And I wish somehow I could convey this to some of the people that have asked me, Well, why can't I know God like you do? Why doesn't it work for me like that? Because he's looking for our heart. He's not just looking for mental assent or that he may be one of the options along with everything else we're looking into. He's looking for all of our heart and for our eyes to delight in his ways. That's the answer to finding that place with God. Where you hear him, you know him. He fills your life with his kindness, his ability it's only through to total surrender. Does that mean I never do the wrong thing? Absolutely I do. I do the wrong thing plenty of times. Does that mean every area of my life has become totally surrendered to God? I don't ever choose my own way at times. I don't ever become stubborn. I don't ever do the wrong, make wrong choices. No, it doesn't mean that. I still have selfish decisions. I still react to things wrongly. I still make bad choices, but my heart desires to delight in his ways. 
My heart is seeking after him with all my frailties, all my weaknesses, all my shortcomings that people that know me could certainly attest to. There is a desire in me and a heart in me to be close to him. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't comprehend how much I need him. I don't, I'm always aware that he is everything I would ever need for life and godliness. He's my closest friend, my greatest ally, my heavenly father who, even though I didn't have a close father who looked out for me in this life, my heavenly father does. The word says that he becomes Abba, Daddy, in our life, and that's who he is to me. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So I'd encourage you today, if you're one of those people that's just unsure, you just don't know where to go from here, you're just not sure how to walk close with God, you don't know what it looks like. You don't, you don't know how to make that connection. You don't know how to cross over to that place. I'd like to encourage you to find a place by yourself and just make that decision. We don't know what 2023 will hold. We don't, you know, I'm not interested in making a bunch of resolutions and just kind of hoping that things turn out well. I'm interested in knowing that I need God and that no matter what comes my way, I will hold on to him through it. And so I encourage you to make that commitment, to make that decision that everything in you, you're going to just surrender and give to God. You're going to say from this moment forward, my life is no longer my own, but starting now and throughout 2023 and every year to come I will live as your child I will look to you as my father and my lord I won't look to myself anymore I won't try to figure it out alone anymore I won't stumble and bang off this wall and bang off that wall and have one discouragement and one awful situation after another just come and beat me to a pulp but I will come to you and I will walk through hard times. I will walk through joyful times knowing that you have me. I always look to the Lord and I go, I say, I know you've got me, Lord. You've got me. And he does. Never fails. He always does. Sometimes when I fall, he takes my hand and lifts me back up. He shows me the next step to take. So happy new year. And may your new year be filled with a deep, deep, abiding, close relationship with your Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ who gave His life for us. Much love to you. Thanks for listening to the Flourish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.